Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Meir Turin. Meseches Tainus has been dedicated by Mr. Aaron Zweig, Le'iloi Nishmas Reb Shimon ben Nechemyah Halevi. The Gemara Meseches Tainus on Daf Chavtes is a hemshech from the Gemara that began on Chavches Amid Beis. Of there the Gemara had discussed that we had said in the Mishnah that on Shiva Asur B'Tamuz, one of the Tsars that happened to Klal Yisrael was that they were a Maimid at Selem in the Hechel. Menashe was Maimid at Selem in the Hechel. The Gemara had said, Minolan, from where do we know this? The Chsivka, it says in the Pasuk, Ume ace Husar HaTamid, and from the time that the Tamid had stopped, the Lasseis Sheket Shemim, and to place a Sheket to place an Avedizara. And since the Gemara already said previously that this, that the Tamid was in battle in Shavasab and Tam, as we know, based on a Messiah, and it says in the Pasuk that the same time the Tamid was removed, it was placed an Avedizara, from here we know that on Shavasab and Tam, Menashe placed at Selim in the Hechel. On that, the Gemara had asked, the Chad was there only one Tzalem? The Pasuk says, talks about a plural amount of, of Shikutsim of Avadizaras. Rava explains, Trey Hava, there were originally two. One fell on the other and it smashed, it broke off the hand of one of the Avadizaras. And they found that it was written on it. And Savas Lachurve Beise, you wanted to be Machir of the Beis Amigdash, caused Klai Yisrael, they had the Beis Amigdash destroyed, the Yadcha Shlimasle in your hand was given as a payment. And therefore, we only mention the fact that he was Mohammed one Tselem in the Heichel, but you don't refer to the Tselem that was broken. Now it's a little bit hard to understand what is the Nafkamina just because one of the Tselemim's hand was broken, why is that in the Sinas Tam a reason not to mention that there were two Tselemim placed in the Heichel? And there's a fascinating Gemara Mesechus Avedizar and Daf Mem Aleph on the base, where the Gemara talks about Itmar Akum Shinishtabra Me'eleha. What is the halacha of an Avedizar that breaks on its own, meaning that the one who serves the Avedizar did not himself break the Avedizar, but it was broken in a different way? Reish Lakish says that the Avedizar becomes Ice Avedizar, it is Muteres, and Rabbi Yochanan says that it remains Asura. Rabbi Yochanan's Svara is the Halei Batla. After all, the person who serves the Savaydazar was never Mavatal Davaydazar. Eshlakish, however, says Mutaris. Why? Because Mistama Bitui Mavatala. And Astami assumed that he's Mavatal Davaydazar. Maymar Amar, because the fellow says to himself, Look, the Savaydazar was not even able to fend for itself. Is it going to save me? So, according to Eshlakish's Svara, perhaps we can say that over here, since Davaydazar was broken, and mainly you have this svara that in stomach And therefore the one that had a broken hand became Aisavidizara. And therefore it is not mentioned in the Mishnah because it wasn't anymore an Avidizara. However, like Rabbi Yochanan, this will not work. According to Rabbi Yochanan, Kol's mom, the Ayyad Avidizara himself does not break the Avidizara. It retains the status of an Avidizara. And therefore, like Rabbi Yochanan, the Ha'ar remains, how come this is an Asinah's time to mention only him at Salem, only one Salem in the Hechel? Furthermore, even like Reish Lakish that it became Batal, but Lechaira doesn't take away from the tragic event that took place, that at the end of the day, originally he placed two Avedizaras in the Beis Hamidlish itself. So the emphasis, even like Reish Lakish, the Ha'ar remains, why is this an Asinah's time for it not to be mentioned in the Mishnah? Now the Gemara says they found written on it, he wanted to destroy the base so your hand was given over, so to speak, as payment. Tysus talks about a question whether this was written on the Avedizara that was Shalim, or was this written on the Avedizara that was destroyed. Tysus brings down two shot in which one it was. 
Now, as far as the significance of the fact that its hand was broken, the Ben Yayada explains a beautiful chapter. The Ben Yayada first comments that this it was found written on the Avedizara, that he says this all happened with the Kayach of the Sitra Acha, the Kayach Ara. And this was to show Klan Yisrael that this, the Kayach HaSatum and themselves are fighting with each other. He says, like you find in the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Parak Yetas, Pasuk Beis, Vesachachati, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim will fight amongst each other. And because of this, Klan Yisrael had a Tzal Porto that they were not totally destroyed. And he explains further <coughs> that the significance of the fact that the Nekama happened in the breaking of the hand of the Avodah Zara. He says, this is L'chayr the Pshat, and what we say in Tfilas Musaf, on the Shalish Regalim, V'eina nachni yechaylin l'aleis v'leirois v'leishtachleis l'fanecha, v'abayis ha'gadol v'akada yishinikra shimcha olav, v'pnei hayyad shenishtalcha v'mikdashacha. Because the hand that was nishtalcha v'mikdashacha, he says, this is Meramiz, on the hand of the Avodah Zara, which is the Kayach of the Sitra Acher, that was Charlotte on Klal Yisrael and on the Beis HaMikdash at the time of the Chorban Beis HaMikdash. Ben Yayada ends off that this whole story that happened with Avadizar, which was standing in the Heichel HaShem, and his hand was broken off. He says, This the Pasuk is Meramistas in Mishle, Perik Lamid, Pasuk Lafches. Shamememes diadayim titafes vihi beheichalim melech. The Ben Yayada explains this in the following way. Shamememes stands for Shamememes, the name of that which is death, the Adayim Titafes, with its hand it was grabbed, meaning the hand of the Avedizor was chopped off. And like the Pasuk ends off, because of our Averis, this was placed in the Hecha Melech, in the palace of the king of Kadesh Baruch Hu, in the Vesa Migdash. The Gemara continues and it tells us, and when the Meragun came back, they lifted their voices and they cried on that night. That day was Tishabav. You cried for no reason, and I will be Kaveh for you a Bechiyoladiris. Now the Gemara Masechlis Sanhedrin on Afkavdal and Obeys has a drop of a different Girsa. The girsa over there is Isa Hayoim Lel Tishabav Haisa. That day was the night of Tishabav. And because they cried that night of Achiyah Shachinam, it was Nikva of Achiyah Now the Ramban Alatayra in Parshas Shalach in Perik Yudalid Pasuk Aleph writes the following The Tam Bayivko Am Balailahu, Kileis Erev Bo Hamaraglim Baoleim. It was towards evening that the Maraglim went into their tents. Kasher Halkum Yulifne Maisha, once they left Maisha Rabbeinu. And the next morning they got up and they all complained to Maisha and Aaron. The Kacham Maisha, and so we find Maisha Rabbeinu describes it later on in Devarim. You were complaining in your tents. In their tents, they were saying words of complaint. Then the Ramban says, since Klaisel cried for no reason, because of that, I will be Kaveh for them, Akadosh Baruch Hu says, a crying for generations. The Ramban says, however, Ramban says, I don't understand exactly where Chazal Masechus Tainis saw Remez in the Parsha to this Drasha that Akadosh Baruch Hu said on that night because they cried for no reason. They should have trusted in Hashem, therefore they will have a Bechiyah the Dairus. The Taras Chaim of their Masechus Sanhedrin brings down from the Ramban. This question of the Ramban, where is it near Maz in the Parsha? 
And he says he feels that the drasha comes, because really the proper wording of the Pasuk should have been, as opposed to He says similar to what we find when it says to eat the Karim Pesach, from the fact that it says on that specific night, it sounds like the Torah is coming to be Maramis to us, that there was this special night that has the significance that it was Nikva on that night of Achia Ludiris. He points out further that even though at the time when the Maraglim cried it was not yet Nikva that night to be a night of Achia Ludiris, but since this Pasig of Ayivka Amalailahu, was only written down by Maishu Rabbeinu at the end of 40 years, when Maishu Rabbeinu wrote down the entire Torah. And at that point, it already was Nikva, that this night would be a night which is a Bechil Ladiris. Therefore, it makes sense for Maishu Rabbeinu to write it down, Baruch HaKadosh, that Lahu on that night, that night which is Meyochid for Bechia. Now, Reb David Salvechik Shlita, in his Sefer Ma'ere HaMe'adin, has a suffix of there, and in Yanni Tishubav, he writes the following Shailah. Are we to understand that the Chorban came about from the fact that they had Bechia Shochinam? Or perhaps not. Perhaps the Chorban came about for other Sibas. And the Gemara just means to say the reason why it happened specifically on this night, that was because that since they were Bechia Bechia Shochinam, therefore this night was the night that was chosen to have the different Chorbanas. He says that we could be Paishat this Safik from a first Shapasik in Tehillim. It says in Tehillim, Per Kuvav, Pasik Chavdalan through Chavzayin. Vayimasu be'eretz chamda. Kal Yisrael was mayis in the war, a land which is a delightful land. Lehaminu l'davarai. They did not believe in the word of Hashem that He said He's bringing them to a good place. Vayiragnu ba'aleim and they complained in their tents. Leishamu b'kal Hashem. They did not listen to the voice of Hashem. Vayisa yade lahem and therefore Hashem lifted up His hand, so to speak, kaviyachol as a way of making a shvua. Lehapel eisam ba'midbar to throw them into the desert, and that their generations should be dispersed amongst the many lands. He says, therefore it's Mavur, and these took him into Hillim, that the Gzeira of Golas came because of the Bechia Shalchinam. Not that there's just a reason to apply it to that night, that that night was chosen for the Chabanis, but actually the Gzeira itself came about because they're Amayas Baritz Chemda and Lehemino Ludvarai. And the Marshal of the Dermis had the Sanhedrin as well, on the Afkuf Dalad on the base, writes, in Devi Hamaschal Bachay Sivka, Shemi Aisei Maisa, because of that Maisa with the Miraglim, Nigzu Beisach Urbanis, the Haino Vachil, the Dairis, it was Nigzu the Tucharbanis, which is a crime for all generations. But Umida Kenegan Mida, the Marshal says, it is a Mida Kenegan Mida. Shehem Moasu Ba'aretz, they were Mayas in Eretz Yisrael, Vachem Kishachatu, Galu Vimenu. Therefore, when they were Chaitei, they went into Golis out of Eretz Yisrael. Now, for the Masha, perhaps it would be Mashma, that the Masha is saying that the Bechiyashel Dairis, that is only as far as being thrown out of Eretz Yisrael. And like the Pesukim and Tehillim themselves as well seem to be Masha that way. The Pesukim and Tehillim don't directly talk about the actual Chorban Habayis, but it talks about the fact, the Gzera of Golis. And this will answer a question, because Lechaira, the Gemara Mesechtes Yuman, Daf Tes, teaches us, Chorban Bayis Rishon was destroyed because the Gimla Averis Chamurais, and Bayis Sheni was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. So how does this jive with what we've learned today, that the Bechia Shalchinam is the reason why the Galas came about? According to this, it is Meyoshev and Emes Reb David Salvechik in his Sefer Ma'eri HaMe'adim, clears this for a Shailah. Are we to understand that the Gzeira of Galas is one Gzeira, and the Gzeira of the Chorban Beis HaMikdash is a separate Gzeira, or 
Are they all one gzera? If one understands that these are two distinct gzeras, one gzera of going into Golis and a separate gzera of the Churma Beisamigdash, so one can say that the Gimel Averis Chamurais in the first Beisamigdash and the Sinas Chinam caused the destruction of the Beisamigdash, but this that we were thrown out completely from Eretz Yisrael, that was because of the Bechia Shochinam. However, Abdullah Salvechik himself in Ma'ari Hami Adam writes that he understands that everything was one big zera. He says it's mashma like that from the Medish, where the Medish says, I mean, Isa Shah, and in that moment, Nigzral Beis Hamidash, Eicharev, Gedeshi, Goli Yisrael, Beino Umais. It was Nigzral the Beis Hamidash should be destroyed in order that Klan Yisrael should go into Galus, Beino Umais, Ailam. Just mashma, it's Haba Atalia. The Churim Beis Hamidash was in order that Klan Yisrael should go amongst the Umas Ha'ilam in Galas. It is also mashma from this Medish that without the Churim Beis Hamidash, it would not have been possible that Klai Yisrael would go into Galas. Rebitlok Saras Kinshliten in Sefer Rinas Yitzchak Amaseftas Tainis explains the Pshat is like this. It says in Yeshaya, Perik Chavches, Pasuk Beis, Ayagalas Mesech Yehuda, Rashi explains this to mean the Beis Hamidash was called a Masech, something which protected Klai Yisrael, because it's protected Klai Yisrael from the Umas Ha'ilam. And so writes the Vilna Gain in Shirashirim, Perak Aleph, Pasig Yitzayin, that the Beis Hamidash was like a sukkah that protects Klai Yisrael. And like we say, on sukkahs, Arachman, Hu Yakim Lanu, as sukkahs, David, Hanefelis, which is a reference to the Beis Hamidash, which is referred to like a sukkah. And he says, Rabbi Yitzlag, that this we can understand based on what the Pashas Drachim writes in Derech Tzadikim, calls on the Shechinos together with Klal Yisrael and the Beis Hamikdash, the Gaim were not able to be shaylet on Klal Yisrael. And therefore, Dafka with the Chorum Beis Hamikdash, where we lost that Kesher, that Shreis HaShechina, then they were able to go into Galas amongst the Umas Island. And so too, the Gaim in his Pirish on Tfilas Chana, on the Pasuk Ve'en Sur Kelekeinu, he says it goes on the Binyan Beis Hamikdash, like it says, Mishachanti b'seich b'nei Yisrael, b'lei ezay v'sami Yisrael. The Beis Hamikdash was megan and matzal upon them from every tzara, and therefore, dafka yidei lechorban, it caused the Beis Hamikdash to be destroyed, and caused them to go amongst the Umas Ha'ilam. Now, according to this understanding of Rav David that the Churban Beis Hamikdash and going into Galus was all one gzera, then back to the original question, how does this work out with the Sugi and Yuma? From the hair's mashman that because of the Bechia Shachinam, it was Nigzer upon them of Bechil the Dairis, and yet the Sugi and Yuma is Mavor, that the Beis Hamikdash Arishim was destroyed because of the Kimla of Eris and the Beis Hamikdash Asheni because of Sinas Chinam. But Amis, there is a similar Kasha in the Sugi and Bamitzia in the second parak that says, Lecharba Yerushalayim, El Al Shehimidu Dineim Al the reason why Yerushalayim was destroyed was because people went according to the letter of the law and they did not go with Nimishur Sadin. And so too the Gemara Nedarim says the Churim Beis Hamidish came about because like Birchu Batayra they did not have the proper Hashivas for Limanat Taira, they did not bother making a bracha on it. The Achrayim come to answer the Sigim Bamitziah that they say Avada, the reason why the Beis Hamidish was destroyed was because either the Sinaschinam or the Gimel Averis Chamurus. However, we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is noyeg with Kalal Yisrael, Midah Kinegen Midah. If Kalal Yisrael would have gone with Nimi Shur Sadin, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu also would have gone with Nimi Shur Sadin with us, and though we were not ready for the Beis HaMikdash, He would have let us have it. However, since Kalal Yisrael was Maimed Dineim Al-Din Taira, they did not go with Nimi Shur Sadin, therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu also went al Pidin and was Machr of the Mikdash. And as far as the question from the Gemara and Bamitziah Shalei Birchu Batayra Tchila, they didn't have the proper chashibas for Limanat Taira. The Yavitz explains this with a mashal. He says mashal ma'adavar daima to a king 
who had a fiddler who used to play beautiful music for the king. Now one day what happened was they used to tell the king that the fiddler did terrible things and the king did not want to listen to them because he knew if you would listen, you would have to do something about it. And he loved the music of the fiddler so much. One day the fiddler got in a fight with someone and the fellow slashed the fiddler's hand that the fiddler now was permanently maimed. He would not be able to play anymore on his fiddle. Immediately the king called him in and began to tell him about the punishments he would be getting from his sins that he had committed. The fiddler asked, I don't understand, what happened now? These things have been done many times in the past. The king said, But Cole's man, you played such beautiful music on your fiddle. I did not want to hear from anything that you did. I loved your music so much. But now that anyways you're not going to play your music, so now I'm going to punish you for that which you did. So to the Yavit says, Granted they did at Gimlaveris Chamurais and Sinaschinam. But Kol's man, Klal Yisrael, still had Chashivas of Liman and they were Isaac with all their strength of Liman the beautiful song that came, Lifnei Hashem, caused that HaKadosh Baruch did not want to look at the Averis that they were doing at this point. But once they stopped with Chashivas and Liman so now HaKadosh Baruch judged them on the Chatam that they did. So Achreinim say a similar thing over here. If Klal Yisrael would have been Machshiv the Beis Amigdash and Eretz Yisrael, it would not have been Baichel B'chiyah Shochinam, so then, though they weren't right for it, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu would not take it away from them. But since they themselves showed that they did not have the proper Chashivas, that caused that when it came time, the Beis Hamidish destroyed, nothing was able to hold it back from happening. Similar concept, the Rabbi Yeruchim Lubavitz would say that the reason why the Goyim were able to make a Gzair against the Shechita in Poland was because Klal Yisrael was not Machshiv the Indian of Shrita and Kashas themselves. Because he said, anything which Kal Yisrael has a full Chashivas for, the Umas Ha'elv are not able to take it away from Kal Yisrael. The Gemara tells us, the Beis Amidush was destroyed the first time on Tishavav HaKetzad, what happened, Mishiva, Nirchnesunachim Lehechel, on the seventh day of Av, the Goyim came into the Hechel, Ba'achu, the Kilku, by the eight, and they were Makalku, the Naveris inside the Beis Amidush, Shvi, Ushmini on the seventh day of Av and the eighth day of Av, Ubechi Samuk and on the ninth day, right before it became dark, he tisubai ha'or, they lit the fire on the Migdash, Kulai, and it burnt throughout the entire night and throughout the next day, the tenth day of Av. Shinemar Behind the Dhamma of Yaikhan and the Gemara says, This is all Rab Yaikhan said. If I would have been in that generation, I would have been Kaveh the day of Avelis and Tainus, the tenth day of Av. Because Rav the Hechel was burnt on the tenth day of Av. What do we hold? The Rabbanan hold at the beginning of the Puranis, which began on the ninth of Av, is more of a Siba to be Kaveh the Avelis on that day. Now, Rabbi Yitzchak Saratskin in his Sefer Rinas Yitzchak of Masechtis Tainis is aimed on the Lashon that Rabbi Yechanan says, Rubai shel Hechel by Nisraf. Most of the Hechel was burnt on the ninth day of Av. The Hechel we know generally refers to what is known as the Kaidesh, the part of the Beis which is the call the Kaidesh. He said it's Mashma from the words of Rabbi Yechanan that Dafka the Hechel was burnt in fire, and the rest of the Migdash was stam destroyed. And so to the Gemara Masechtas Gittin on the afternoon above says that Sarfas Hechaleinu, the Beis HaMikdash, the Hechal, was Nisraf. However, in the Tefillah of Nachim that we say on Tishabav, when we say Be'eshi Tzatu Be'eshi Ata'asa Luvnaisa, 
He says over there that it's referring to the entire base on Migdash and Yerushalayim, which is Masha from there, that it's not just the Heichel, which was Nisraf. So he explains, based on what the Vilna Gain writes in the Sechdes Brachas and Daf Gimel, that in the Mandish it says that they tried to burn the Kaisal Hamaravi and it was not able to be burnt. So he says from the Gain we see that they really tried to burn everything. But since the Kaisal Hamaravi was not able to be burnt, therefore on that we use the Lashon of Hechrivu Beisenu, because the bias itself was not completely destroyed. And this works out well with the Rashi writes of the Sechdes Shabbos and Daf Kufiyot Tesem Beis. That wherever we use the Lashon of Cherem, Cherem means that something was totally destroyed without anything remaining. However, when we use the Lashon of Chorban, that means that there's something that remains, something that survived. In Mela, he says, the Heichel, we say, was Nisraf because it was completely burnt. However, the rest was, there was something left over. There was the Kaisal Amaravi, and therefore, in the rest of the bias, we use the Lashon of Hechriva. The Rina Sitzlak says, perhaps the significance of this is, based on what the Ramban writes in Kisvei Ramban, when he came to Eretz Yisrael, and he saw the destruction that took place in Eretz Yisrael, the Ramban writes, Whichever thing which is more Kaidesh was more destroyed. And since the Heichel was more Kaidesh than the Stam Bayis, therefore the Heichel wasn't completely burnt, was Nisraf Kulay. Now the Gemara says further that on the ninth day, when before before dark, they lit the fire. And it continued to burn throughout the tenth day as well. Now it says in Eicha, Perik Aleph Pasuk Beis, Bachai Sivke Balayla. Rashi explains that you're crying at night because the surface based on Migdash took place at night. Like Rashi says, Laeis Arabi Tisubayesaor, they only lit the base on Migdash right before it became dark. On this, asked the Rina Yitzchak that based on what Agamar seems to say, though it's true, they lit it, some of the and it burned throughout the night as well. But the Gemara also says, So if so, why is that a Siba of Bachay Sivka Balayla? Well, Chayra the Shreifa took place as well throughout the entire tenth day. And he lives with the Tzarech Ian on Rashi. Now the Gemara tells us, the Rabbi Yechonon says, I was in that generation, like Kavat of El Siri, I would have established the tenth day of Av as the day of Avelis. Because most of the Heichel was burnt on the tenth day. Ask the Minchas Chinuch in Mitzvah Shin Aleph, Sifkat and Zayin, and so ask the Briskarav in his stencils on Shas. We know that Simus, this that we fast, the Tanesim, is Midivri Kabbalah. The Nevi'im already tell us about this obligation. If so, how could Rabbi Yechon have said that if he would have been there, he would have made it on a different day? The Minchas Chinuch and the Briskarav both answer with the same Yisait, that as far as the Nevi'im is concerned, the Nevi'im never give a specific day. All the Nevi'im say is about the month, that there's a Tainus that's supposed to take place during Teves, during Tammuz, during Av. And so it says in Zechariah, Perik Ches, Pasuk Yudtes, Tzayim HaRavi, V'tzayim HaAmishi, V'tzayim HaAsiri, the fourth month, which is Tammuz, the fifth month, which is Av, and Tzayim HaAsiri, the tenth month, which is Teves. But over there, there is no mention of the day. And therefore, the day was already Tali Bedas Chazal, which day to Mesakin, and therefore of Yoichanan, Validly said, if I would have been there when they made the Takana, I would have been Kaved on the tenth day of Av. With this, Yisaitra Beryl Salvechik answered, Shat and Taisis and Mesechdis Megillah and Afhei on the base, where the Gemara Megillah teaches us, Bikesh Rebbe Lakar Tishabav. Rebbe wanted to be Iker the Takana of Tishabav. 
Taisa explains this doesn't mean he wanted to be Mavato the day of Avelis, but rather, as opposed to having it on the ninth day of Av, he wanted to be Kavet on the tenth day. Because like Rabbi Yechanan said, that most of the Hechel was burnt, after all, on the tenth day. He explains the reason why he would have been able to be Ikerit is again because, as far as the Dibri Kabbalah is concerned, it was only given a din that it should be in this month. However, to choose a day, that was Tali and Chazal. Now, though in the Iker Yisrael, the both the Milchas and Briskarov go with the same Mahalach, there, however, is one Nafkamina between the both of them. The Milchas writes Beferish that Huadin Asara Betevis, there was no Kvias of the day. There was just a din of the Chaydesh. On this month, the month of Teves, one day in the month, there should be a fast. However, the Briskarov says not this way. And he explains Pshat in the Abu Davram and Hilchas Tainis. Abu Davram writes that even though by all fasts, when they fall in on Shabbos, we know they are pushed off till the next day, the only exception to the rule is Asar Vitevis. Even if Tisha falls in on Shabbos, we push it off to the next day. However, Asar Vitevis, if theoretically we fall in on Shabbos, one will be Mechliv to fast even on Shabbos. The Rizkarav explains, I'll pee Yisait Hanal, I'll pee his Yisait. That by other Tanesim, he says, it only says the Chaydesh. However, by Asar B'tavis, the Briskoro says, it says, On this very day. And therefore, the din is that it's Daicha, even Shabbos. However, the Mechaz makes no chilik. He says, even Asar B'tavis is the same, like the other Tanesim, that the Kviyas was only on the Chaydesh. Now, this Chaydesh of the Abu Navram is not Muslim in all the Rishonim. Rashi Masechtis Megillah on Daf Hayomet Aleph writes Beferish that even Asar Beteves, if it would fall in on Tishabav, it will be Nidcha to the next day. Now the Birchus Avram asks a question what exactly is Rabbi Yechanan teaching us by saying that if he would have been there, he would have made it Basiri? At the end of the day, Chazal that were there, Ba'isa's man, were Kaveya Pichi. So what is Rabbi Yechanan coming to teach us? The Birchus Avram explains that Rabbi Yechanan is coming to Mechadish to us. That is not really to be misameach ba'asiri. The Hainu, even though me'ikar adin, there is no iser, but since ruah shahechel by nisraf, zonter v'yoychanan, ad kedekach, if he would have been there, he would have even made the ikar day ba'asiri. And therefore, akoponim, it's a minah kosher, there's someone not to be misameach ba'asiri. He says that we not the mashmayis of the Torah as well, where the Torah writes, that Le'es Arab Hitzitzu Le'esha'esh, and it was a Nisraf, Ajkiyas Achamba, of the Yoyim Ha'asiri. Behind the Amr of Yoyachanan, if he was in that generation, he would have been Kaveh Ha'asiri. Zakh the Torah and the Yishami brings down that Reb Avin, in fact, would fast on the ninth day of Av and on the tenth day of Av. However, Zakh the Torah, Anu Bizman Azeh, Tash Kechenu, we are very weak, Bizman Azeh, Ba'afilu Be'yem Kippur. Even on Yom Kippur, really, we should make two days, similar to all the Yom Tavim, where we make two days. However, we're not strong enough to do that. However, it is a proper minog. Not to eat meat the night of the tenth day of Av, and on the tenth day of Av. And even that which he does eat should only be lahash of nefesh, that it should be karav inoi. And Zakta Berchas Avram from the whole Hemshech of the Torah's Mashma, that this Allah is bringing out from Rabbi Yechanan. That from Rabbi Yechanan he saw this Yisaid. From the fact that Rabbi Yechanan says he would have been Kaveh Basiri, Rabbi Yechanan is teaching us that it's Roy, that even the tenth day, one should be naig, certain Talachas Avelis. In Shechan over there in Sif Aleph, it says, Minakasha Shalelech al Basav, Lelish des Yayin, Bilel Asiri, Yayim Asiri. 
The Ramah brings down Yesh Machmirim Al Chatziyayim until midday. The Mishabura writes over there who had then to take a bath and to cut your haircut, to have a haircut, and to wash clothing. What is the shara of Al Chatziyayim that the Ramah is? He explains that Al Chatziyayim is that through that you have a Rubai Kekulai, that it's as if you were knowing these Dini Avelis the entire day. The Gemara tells us that the Rabbanon, however, argued with Rabbi Yechanan, and they were Kevea Tishavav on the ninth day of Av, because they held Aschalta de Purnasa Adifa. To be Kevea at the time when the Puranas began is a better day of Kviyas Ayoyim. What is the site of this Machlekes? In the Shalos Yishuvah's Chsam Seifrin, Arachayim Simen Lam and Gimel, and so writes the Arsameach as well in Perak Hamil as Tainis Halachavav. The Pshat where we hold Haschalta Pranusa Adif is because the Gemara Masechtas Avaydazar and Afnun Beis on the Beis teaches us a halacha Uboba Pritzin Bechalua that when the Gaim entered the Heichal the Kelum were Yaitzeluchulin everything was Yaitzeluchulin and therefore we hold that when the Beis Amigdash was burnt eventually on the tenth day. It already was chulin from the Tchilas Hasreifa. And since the Tchilas Hasreifa, when they were shilat in the Migdash, was Le'es Arab towards evening of the ninth day, therefore, even though Rubei Shalhecha was Nisraf on the tenth day, it makes more sense to be Kevea and Avelis because on the tenth day, while it was burning, the Besam Migdash was already like a Bayes Shalchel, was like a house which has no Kedusha to it. Our Sameach over there in Hilchus Tainus adds on one more point that Echsam Sefer does not say. He comes back to explain, so if so, what does Rabbi Yechonon hold? Why would Rabbi Yechonon hold to be Kaveh at Basiri if, after all, once they were Shiloh in the Migdash and they burnt it, Laes Arab of the ninth day, so that which it continued to burn was already a Migdash Shachal, was already a Bayez Shachal? Zaktar Sameach, Rabbi Yechonon holds, Kedusha Rishayna Kitchel Shaita, the Kitchel Asadlava, the Kedusha of the Besam Migdash, remains forever. And therefore, according to him, when it was burning on the tenth day, it was still considered to be a Bayeshul Kaidesh. Now, this Atzim Chidish of the Arsameach that he holds that in Rabbi Yechnan, the Kedusha Samigdash was Kayim through the concept of Kedusha Rishayna Kitchel Ashaita, the Kitchel Asalavai, Rabbi Yitzchak Saratskin in his Sefer, Rinas Yitzchak Amasechdis Tainis, asks a very strong question on this. Even Rabbi Yechnan agrees to the concept of Bo Pritzim Chalua. The Gemara in Mesechus of Adizar does not bring down as like a machlekes. And even the Shita Makriv and Afal Hishem Bayis is Pashas not the Pshat that the Migdash itself retains its Kedusha even after Bo Pritzim. But rather they hold that the Kedusha is Kedusha Samakim. The Makim HaMigdash is Kaddish. And according to that man, the Amr Makriv and Afal Hishem Bayis. One could be Makriv is Manazeh even without a Migdash. If so, Lukhair the Migdash itself, the structure which we're mourning over, Lukhair that was Yaitzulchulin, even according to Rabbi Yechanan. Now the Atam Khidish of the Arsameh and the Khsam Saifer, that the reason why we held to be Kaveh Pichi is because as soon as the Gaim were Charlotte in the Migdash, as soon as they lit the fire on it, Laes Arab of the ninth day, so then immediately the Vesam Migdash was Yaitzilchulin, and therefore when it continued to burn throughout the tenth day when Rubai Shahekul by Nisrap it already was burning a Migdash, which was already became Chulun, and therefore we felt that it doesn't pass in Avelis on the tenth day. This is a very schwer to understand, because Rashi and Mesethus of Edezar and Nun Beis of Beis writes clearly that Boba Pritzim Chalua takes place as soon as the Gayim entered into the Heichal, the Kedusha was Nifka. And Argamar is Mavur, that when the Gayim entered the Migdash, they already really entered on the seventh day. Like the Gemara teaches, V'shiva nichnesu l'heichal, 
comes out from our Sugya that the Gaim really entered already on the seventh day. So according to the Svar of the Chzam Seifen, our Sameach, the Kaviyas of the Deva Vela should be on the seventh day. Perhaps one can answer the Ar Sameach and the Chzam Seifer's Chiddush based on the side of the Gvuru Sari. But the Gvuru Sari writes in our Sugya. The Gvuru Sari says that the Iker Takan of Avelis Bizman is only for the Chorban of Beis Hamigdash Hasheni. It says the Beis Hamigdash Sharishan might have a have and therefore, this that we're mourning and the Chorim Beis Hamigdash is for the Beis Hamigdash Hasheni. If so, Ken Zayin the Chzam Seif and Ar Sameach understood that this that it says in the Gemara Beshvi Nichnesu and Nigdash Ba'achul Beshasa VeKilkulu that was Davka during the Zman of the Beis Hamigdash Harishon, which that's what it says in our Gemara. When it talks about the Chorban of the first Beis Hamigdash, the Gemara describes it with this say that they came in already Beshvi. But perhaps they hold that though in the second Beis Hamigdash you also had Rubei Shalechol by Nisraf on the tenth day, which that the Guru Sari speaks out beferish, but I'll put on this Nakuda that Bo Pritzim ready from the seventh day, perhaps they hold that was Dafka by the Beis Hamigdash Arishan and not by the Beis Hamigdash Hasheni. And therefore they say it was only Yaitzel Chulin at the very end of the ninth day, and therefore the Kviyas of the Avelis, like the Rabbanon, was Niskan always on the ninth day above. Now the Achreinim asks a, a very strong question. The Gemara Masechus Babakam on Davchav Beis Amid Aleph brings down a machlekes between Reb Yochanan and Reish Lakish. When a person lights a fire and he's peshea in that fire, he's negligent, and the fire that he lit goes into someone else's yard and burns down the yard or is mazik someone, there's a machlekes between Reb Yochanan and Reish Lakish how to understand the person's obligation on that fire. Reish Lakish says, The fire is the same way a person is achray on his shar, on his animal that it should not do damage, so too one is obligated to be shimer his fire. However, Rabbi Yechonon argues and Rabbi Yechonon says, When someone lights a fire and then it goes and is mazik in a different house, in a different yard, it's as if he threw a chetz from his house to another house. And a chiv is a chiv of Adam mazik it's as if the person himself is burning down his friend's house. Now the Nuki Yosef over there in Masechus Baba Kama asks a very interesting question. According to Rabbi Yechanan, how is a woman allowed to light Shabbos candles at Erev Shabbos? Like Rabbi Yechanan, we say that as long as the fire continues to burn, it's as if the person is continuously lighting the fire, and if so, it should be considered as if she is lighting Neiris on Shabbos. On this, the Nuki Yosef answers that even though like Rabbi Yechanan, Eishai Mishim Chitzav, However, it's considered as if everything happened the first second. At the first moment when he lit the fire, everything that's going to happen is already finished in that first Maisad Laka. If so, the Achreinim asks, Reb Yechanan Lushitasai, who holds Eishem Yishem and everything is Nigmar in the first Asiya, in his first act of lighting, so why would Reb Yechanan say that he would be Kaveh Atisha of Asiri? Because Rubei Shohech was Nisra of Asiri. But Reb Yechanan Lushitasai holds that everything is Nigmar right away in the beginning. One can answer this kasha based on what the Achreinim say over there, Masech Babakama, the Nachas David, the Rechashmuel, and the Ruben Grzaski, and other Achreinim. They come to explain that we find another concept in the Sechlis Babakama, of Basar Meikar Azlinan, which means if someone throws a utensil off the roof, since already in the utensil there is the Kayach, there is the force that's going to break this object, therefore it's already considered broken. However, the Achreinim or Mechalik, there's a difference between the aside of Rabbi Yechon and Eishem Yishem Chitzav and the aside of Basar Meikara. 
Basamekar is once an action was already done in an object, and that can't be reversed. The kli is flying off the roof, it cannot be pulled back, and therefore we already see it as broken. However, according to Rabbi Yechanan, all that means to say is, as far as the action of the person is concerned, when a person lights a fire, anything that's going to transpire later, it's all nichlal, it's all considered a chilek of that first asiyah. Since the potential of everything happening already is in that first action, everything is nichlal and isyach is back, traced back to that original action. And therefore the Muki Yesus answer is a very good answer. But does not mean to say that as his action continues, as the fire continues to light, as if the person is constantly doing a new action of lighting. When the lady lit her Shabbos candles, Erev Shabbos, beside her action, everything is already over. We just say that when it continues to burn later, that all was included in that original action. And therefore, Tysus, for example, in the Sechus Baba Kama says, when someone shoots a chait, an arrow, at a chayfetz, at a keli, we do not say that it's considered like the keli is broken already. But we do say the side of Eishem Yishem Because as far as a person's action is concerned, it's considered that anything that's going to happen later all came about because that original action. Mashenken, as far as looking at the object, could we view it as broken or not? Since as far as the object is concerned, no action was done in it yet, therefore we cannot view it as broken. Therefore, who are over here? In a chanami, they lit a fire. Bichi, they lit it on the ninth day. Eishel Mishim Chitav could just say that as far as their achrayis is concerned, as far as their action, when it eventually will burn on the tenth day, we see it as them having done that action at the beginning. But if you want to look at the actual Beis HaMikdash, could we look at it as if it's gone already? Since you could still put out the fire, it's not something which can't be pulled back. Therefore, Mitzad Beis HaMikdash itself, it is not viewed that it's totally destroyed until it actually becomes destroyed. And we're, and we're mis'abal in the Mesa Migdash, we're being mis'abal in our loss. As far as our loss is concerned, until it actually was completely burnt by Asiri, we did not lose completely the Mesa Migdash. The Gemara goes far further and it tells us, I'm Shivas of Thomas as well, Ha'ir, the city was plowed. The Rambam in Parak Hamil, with Tainus Halacha Gimel, adds to this, and he writes, Ubay Bayayim, on that day, Amuchim Luparanis, Tanis Rafis Arasha was Chirish the Hechli, plowed the Hechel and the surrounding area. The Briskarav is Aymid on the Rambam. What is the Rambam teaching us and what is this Tsaram Yuchedes, the fact that he plowed the Hechel and the surrounding area? The Briskarav explains this based on what it says in the Taisefta, how do we know that the Shechino will not return to the Makam HaMikdash until it becomes a mountain once again? The Rizkarav explains, and this is brought in the Ma'eri HaMayadim, on Daf Kuf Aleph, B'dafei HaSefer, and in Yonah Tishabav. We see from this Taisefta that there was a Halacha that was said in the Beis HaMikdash. There's a din in the Beis HaMikdash that needs to be Nivna on a mountain. And therefore the Shechino will not be Chayzul HaSulavai, until the mountain comes back as well. With this, the Briskarov explained the words of the Python in Shavas Miris that he says, Elikim tain bamidbar har. In the Mizmar of Darar Yikra, the Python says, and Damas, that Hashem should return to the desert, its mountain. What is this talking about? That Hashem should return to the desert, its mountain? The Briskarov explains that midbar we find as referring to Yerushalayim in its destruction. Like it says in the Pasuk, Tzioin midbar haisa. 
And this is the tefillah that he's asking. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should return to the Midbar, to Yishalayim, the Har, in order that it should be a makam which is right for the Chazara of the Beis Hamikdash HaShlishi. One can be myself on this, that according to the Brisker of Yisai, the Hamshech is very understandable as well. The Hamshech is Hadas Shita Bereish Tidhar. What does this mean? Perhaps it could explain based on the Gemara Mitzachtas, Rosh Hashanah, Daf Chav, Gimel, Amet Aleph, where the Gemara teaches us, the Yechonon says, that there used to be many Arazim trees, many cedar trees in Yerushalayim, and the Gaim stole them from Yerushalayim. The Gemara teaches us, however, HaKadosh Baruch will return to Yerushalayim all the cedar trees. Shanam, like it says in the Pasuk, Etim Midbar, I will place back in the Midbar, Hadas Shita Bereish Tidhar. These are all different types of cedar trees. And therefore, in the Python, while he's being Mavakish, Yushalayim should get back all the Chalakim, all the parts that the Gayim had removed from Yushalayim, Elikim Temba Midbar Har, return the mountain, and also Hadas Shita Bereish Tidhar. Therefore, the Briskarov explains, Tarnas Rafas, besides the destructing, destroying the Beis Amigdash itself, he wanted to make sure that should not even be a Makam, which is Roy, for another Beis Amigdash. And therefore, he plowed the Hechel and Sivaisav and all around the Hechel in order to mevatel from it a shame har, it shouldn't be considered a mountain anymore, that it shouldn't even be a makam which is roi for the base of Migdash. A Chacham Echad said to Rodavit Salavechik that perhaps we could explain according to the briskara of the Pasuk, Those who have bitachin in Hashem are likened or compared to the mountain of Tzion that they will never, Biyimite will never falter. He explained based on the Medish that says, all the mountains will be flattened except for one mountain, the mountain of the Makam Amigdash, that will remain. Because you need a har, you need a mountain in order for the base of Middash to be Nivda on a har. On this, he explains that the Pasuk in Tehillim is teaching us that those who have Yitachin and Hashem will be similar to the har, just like the har will be the last remaining thing, but it's Batuach that it, even though all the other mountains will be flattened, it will remain, so to one who is by Ta'af Hashem, he can be rest assured that he will always be ensured his salvation. The Gemara teaches us, When the Beis HaMikdash was first destroyed, Groups of Perchei Kahuna gathered together, And they had in their hands the keys to the Heichel, they went up on the roof of the Heichel, they said, Since we were not Zaycha to be proper Gizbarim, these keys to the Beis HaMikdash should be given back to you. The Zarkam Klampi Maila, and they threw it up to Shemayim. Gemara tells us, Come in peace as Yad, like a palm of a hand came out and caught and accepted the keys to the Beis HaMikdash. The Karen Ayur explains that they are trying to be Mechaber for the Chait of the Meraglim. The Meraglim had came back from Eret Yisrael, and like the Gemara Masech the Saitan Daflam and Hay teaches us, they had said, that even HaKadosh Baruch Hu cannot do anything to help us. They're even stronger than Hashem. Therefore, the Gizbarim were coming to show that throwing up, that even in this tremendous Ace Sara, everything is dependent upon Hashem. If Hashem will watch the Migdash, it will be able to be watched. They were throwing up the keys to symbolize the fact that even in this dire straits, the keys and the, that could unlock our Yeshua's are ultimately dependent upon Hashem. The Gemara says, "Vaiter Amr of Yehuda Breder Hashmuel Ba'Shelas Mishmei the Rav Kishem Mishenichnas Av Memat in Simcha." The same way we know when Av enters, one is supposed to be Memait in Simcha. Kach Mishenichnas Adar Marbin in Simcha. 
Rashi over there writes, the Yemei Nisim Hayuli Yisrael, because it was days of Nisim, Purim Pesach. The Yavis explains, what is Rashi coming to say when he says that it was days of Nisim, Purim and Pesach? What does Pesach have to do with anything? We're talking about Adar. And this the Yavitz explains. Rashi is coming to answer a question that one would have on the Gemara. If the reason why Mishanichnas Adar Marben Besimcha is because the nace that occurred during Adar, so for the same price, why don't we say Mishanichnas Kislev Marben Besimcha or Mishanichnas Nisan Marben Besimcha? During Kislev there was the nace of Hanukkah. During Nisan there was the nace of Yitzis Mitzrayim. On that, Rashi is coming to answer this question by saying that the mile of Adar, the reason why it's such a Zman of Marvin Besimcha, because it wasn't just one nace that took place, but rather the Zman of Adar was a Zman that it began Nisim one after another. Adar, first in Adar, the nace of Purim, and then in Pesach, then in Nisim, the nace of Pesach, and therefore there's a special Siba why Adar has this Yichud of Marvin Besimcha. The Yavitz writes in She'elus Yavitz, Chelik Be'i Simen Be'i Pechas, that there's even enough Gemino Lamaisa, based on what he wrote in Hagayis Yavitz. He says, Rashi is coming to Yeramis to ask the Halacha, that what is the din when it's a Shana Mubaris, when it's a year where there are two Adars? There's an Adar Rishon and an Adar Sheni. Is there a din of Mishanichnas Adar Marvin Besimcha on the first Adar as well? Or perhaps the Din Mishanichnas Adar Marim Besimcha is only applicable in such a year to the second Adar. And this Rashi is coming to say that the site of Mishanichnas Adar Marim Besimcha is because it heralds, it's the opening, the beginning of Yemei Nisim, of Nisim one after another, Purim and then Pesach. And therefore, Rashi, according to Rashi, is coming to say that in such a year where there are two Adars, so only the Din of Marim B'Simcha would only be on the second Adar, not on the first Adar. Because the first Adar doesn't have this unique Nakuda that it's the beginning of Yemei Nisim, one after another. Which is interesting to note, in certain shows they put up already the Mishanichlis Adar Marim B'Simcha sign in Adar Rishon. According to the Yavids, the Din Mishanichlis Adar Marim B'Simcha only begins on Adar Sheni. And Shalas Shubas Chamsayf for an Arachayim Simen Kuf Samach, he's aimed on a Shiloh on the Rambam. The Rambam does not bring down the Chalis Halacha of Mishanichnas Adar Marben Besimcha. Chamsayf explains because the Rambam understood that Rav, who is the Baal, a member of Mishanichnas Adar Marben Besimcha, it's a member in the name of Rav. Rav Lushitaste, who holds like the Manda Amar, that the entire Chaydish Av is Aser Berchitsa. And there's Avelos, which is naik throughout the entire month of Av. Like Taisus explains in the end of Masechus Megillah. And the Pshat is it because he darshins like the Manda Amar, Veheshabati Chadasha. Like the Gemara will tell us on Daflamid, the Manda Amar darshins from the Pasuk, that the whole Chaydesh has a Din Avelos. And therefore, Rav Lushitasai darshins as well, the Inyan Chaydesh Adar, where it says as well in the Pasuk, Ba'achaydesh, Ashenepach Lohem, Yagayin Lesimcha, the same way the whole Chaydesh of Av, he darshins the Pasuk to mean the whole Chaydesh of Av, there's Avelis. So what then the Pasuk means to say that by the whole Chaydesh of Adar, there's Simcha. Ashe'enken, Anan will be done. We who passing like the Manda Amar, that only the Shabbos, Shechal Tishba, Vliyas Bisaycha, only that week, is there a Din Avelis Naig? And therefore, who Huadin, we do not hold the Mishanichnas Adar Mar Simcha of the entire month. That's how the Rambam understood Rav. The Gemara goes right, and the Gemara tells us that when Yaakov walked in to get the brachas from Yitzchak, Yitzchak said, Vayoyma re'ei re'ach b'ni, kereach ha'sada ha'sheberch Hashem." 
the smell that my son brought in with him is like the reach of the field, Asher Baruch Hashem. Amr of Yehuda, Breder of Shmuel Barshelas, Mishmei the Rav, Kireach Sadeh Shel Tapuchim, like the smell of an apple orchard. Now Taisus over there, however, brings down B'Shem Yesh Mefarshim, that Tapuchim do not mean apples, but rather it means Kireach Esraigim, like the smell of an Esraig orchard. However, we've seen that the Vilna Gain understood Kipshutai, that means actual apples. There's a fascinating Vilna Gain in Shulchan Aruch and Simon, Tafkov, Pei Gimel, Sif Aleph, the Ramah writes, the Yesh Naigen Lachal Tapuach Masak Bidvash, there are those who are Naig to eat sweet apples dipped into honey on Rosh Hashanah, the Ayrim, and they say, Tizchalish Aleinu Shana Mesuka, that we should be Zaychet to a sweet year, Vichay Naigen, the Ramah says, and so is Arminad. The Vilna Gain over there writes in Divrei Hamaschul Tapuach, Ukemaisha Amru Kireach Hasadeh Umitargeminon Kichakal Tapuchin. Like it says by Yaakov Avinu when he came into Yitzchak to get the bracha, it says it was the smell Kireach Hasadeh, which the Targum explains it to mean Kichakal Tapuchin, like an apple orchard. Vahayav Rosh Hashanah Kiyadua. The Vilna Gain says this whole story transpired took place on Rosh Hashanah, and therefore symbolizing that which took place on Rosh Hashanah. The Reach Hasadah Shabirch Hashem, therefore we eat apples dipped in honey, eat the apples on Rosh Hashanah. You see from the Vilnagain that the Vilnagain understands that Kareach Steish Tapuchim means literally apples, and from here is the Minog to eat apples on Rosh Hashanah, which is the time when Yaakov got the brachas from Yitzchak. The Mishnah taught us that Shabbat Shechal Tishabah Liyais Pesaycha, the week that Tishabah falls out in, Aisli Shavua Astel Lesaper Ulechabes. That entire week, it is asr to take a haircut and to wash one's clothing. The Gemara brings down a machlekes between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshes. Rav Nachman says that the isr kibos of washing clothing during the week which Tishba falls out in is only if one is washing the clothing to wear them. However, if one just wants to wash his clothing and keep them till after Tishbah, that is mutter during the week of Tishbah. However, Rav Sheshes argues and he says, Afil l'chaves ulhaniach asr. Even just to wash the clothing and go and save them till later, that, that as well is Asr. Later on, the Gemara asks that to Yufta on her Nachman, Meisvei, it says, Asr Lechavis Lifnei Tishabav, Afil Laniach Lachet Tishabav. It says clearly in the Brisa, like Rav Sheshesh, that it's Asr to wash on the week of Tishabav, even if you're going to keep it for after Tishabav. And the Brisa ends off, Vegiot Shalano Kikibas Shalahen. Pressing clothing. Our way we press clothing has the same halacha, like their kibos, that it's asr to be done. The klipishtan eimvam isham gihots, and the prices as well, that klipishtan linen begadim do not have an issue of pressing them. Now the Rambam, Paskins and Hilchas Evel, Perik Vav Alacha Dalit, the chain asr lilvaish kalim levein chadashim, and Avel is asr to wear new kalim, umuguhatsin kol shleishem yayim, it's asr from to wear as well. Clothing that are pressed for all 30 days of Avelis. However, Zatar Rambam, Uklipishtan, Eimbamisham Giyots. To wear Klipishtan, Linen Begadim, there is no issue of Giyots, the fact that they're pressed. The Hain of the Rambam is being Matar and Avel, Tashleshim, to wear Bigot Pishtan, which is Mekuets, which is pressed. Now, this Etzim Halacha, that Klipishtan, Eimbamisham Giyots, that really comes from Arsugya, and Tainus and Afchavtes. The Gemara says, Benigayat Tishavav, Klipishtan, Eimbamisham Giyots. And the Ramam hold that who had them by Avelis, the din is the same thing. However, the Kassam Mishnah brings down from the Ramban and the Rush, and they argue on the Rambam. And they say that this that it says by Tishabav, that it is Mutter, 
the Gemara just means to say that during the week of Tishbah, one is allowed to press the clothing. However, to go ahead and wear it during those nine days, after he already pressed it, that avad is aser. And that is Mephurish in the Sugi and Tainis, on Chavtesa and Be'ishtal, Rabbi Yitzhak Bar-Giyuri Mishmeidir of Yechanan, Avbi Sha'amuk, Lepishin, Eimam Yishim Giyotz, even though we say linen clothing, there is no issue of pressing them, but to wear them, that is Aser, on the week of Tishabav. The Rishkarov explains, we see that the Rambam argues with these Rishayinim, and the Rambam is being the Chalak between Tishabav and regular Avelis. By Tishabav and Echanami, pressed clothing are Aser to be worn the week of Tishabav. However, by Avelis, it is Mutter even, Belavisha, even to wear the pressed clothing. And Rishkarov is Mairach very much over there in Hilchas Evel, Yirin Chum. Now the Gemara tells us, Someone who only has one garment, he is allowed to wash it on Cholomite. Tysus says that the ladies, therefore, are allowed to wash the clothing of little kids because for a little child, it has the status of you need all the children's clothing. They go through clothing very quickly. They dirty their clothing. And therefore, it is mutter for Nashim to mechavis the beggar the katan mechavis the Birch Zavram clears on this Etzim Halacha, a Misha Eino Elacholik Acha, and Mutal Chaifsa Bechel Shomayit. He says, Yesh Ayin. If this hatter applies, even if it's very easy for him to borrow some clothing from a neighbor, from a relative, or perhaps the hatter is Misha Eino Elacholik Acha, he's Mutal no matter what. He says, The Pashtus is Mashra, that you don't have to be Mavakish or Machairim, that Chai Gavna, where a person only has Cholik Acha, Chai Gavna was never assert. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.